Howdy. <laughs> oh my God, that sounded so much cheesier out loud than I did in my head. I've been trying to think of other ways that I can intro the beginning of my episodes because I feel like I say the same thing every single time, but I guess we'll just resort back to what I'm comfortable with. So, hey y'all, welcome back to Fun on Weekdays podcast. This episode is sponsored by SheFit. I have talked about SheFit so many times on this podcast before. They're one of my favorite activewear brands. It's affordable, amazing quality, and they have everything ranging from shorts, leggings, tank tops, sports bras. They even have booty bands too, and they're the nice ones that don't like fall down or ride up because they're fabric and they're not rubber. I've been trying to get a butt for so long. It's not working, but maybe it will after I start using these. Like I said, they have so many different products, so if you want to check out some of my favorites, you can go to shefit.com forward slash Jenna. Okay. <laughs> do you clap at the beginning of yours? No, but you did, so I was like, let's do it. Yeah, we'll clap together. Woo. That's the start of the podcast. I'm so excited, you guys. I have a very exciting guest. We are in LA. I Welcome changed. to LA. Thank you. It has been a, quite a trip so far. Um, but yeah, welcome back to Fun on Weekdays podcast. I'm Jenna, and go ahead, introduce yourself. Let's get the whole spiel. Uh, I am Zachary, also known as Zachary Reality, the king, the queen, the guru of reality TV. <laughs> and I also love Rosé, so let's open that shit. Yes. So, Zachary just got here, and I was supposed to get Rosé before. I love the ASMR in the... Yes. Here, you, think, okay. you, you pour yourself. Okay. I don't know how big we're talking here. We're talking teams. Okay. Isn't that like a quote from like a thing? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. You're the one with all the pop culture like references. I guess. It's a quote from a song. Somebody will know who it was. Okay. So cheers. cheers. We just walked um, about like a mile and a half to get this. So I feel like it's only right to start off a podcast with a glass of wine, loosen up a little bit. So. Yeah, we did, roll out, we did walk a while to get there, but I think it was worth it. This is pretty good. Yeah, it is pretty good. We honestly got to the little grocery store and picked whichever one had the cutest bottle. So, what is it? Oh, the Palm by Whispering Angel. Well, she wanted the cutest bottle. I wanted rosé, so I thought this was a good uh, compromise. Yes, exactly. Love it. Okay, well, let's just get right into it because we're both busy people and I'm so excited to talk to you. So, we were just on a walk and we were getting so in-depth in conversation. We're like, we should probably leave some Stop. of this for the podcast. So do like a little intro. So where are you from? When did you move to LA? What do you do for work? Let's hear it yeah, all. Yeah, okay. For anybody who doesn't know you, which you all should know him. I think that some of your followers know me, but probably not all of them. I feel like you have a lot of girl followers. Yeah. Who like just love like all the fashion and stuff <laughs> you do. But like you also have like bachelor followers and those people definitely know me. But I don't know if they know me like long form content wise. Yeah. So I think it'll be interesting for people to get to know me. Maybe they'll like me. Maybe they won't. I, I love it. Well, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I love you. We'll so see. I feel like I have a pretty good judge of character. So anyone? Yeah, we I'm clicked right away. Yeah, for we sure. We clicked right away, and <laughs> it was just vibed. But I'm from Long Island, New York. That's where I grew up. Um, like just kind of grew up in the suburbs by the beach. I always was doing like theater and acting as a kid. And then when I went to college, I went to school in New Jersey. And then I discovered that I loved like broadcast journalism, like mm -hmm. reporting. So, um, can you look at the camera? I'm like, <laughs> I think we should look oh, at the camera. Oh, you don't like when I look at you. Okay. No, I, it's, it's very, it feels, I'm just like, feel like I'm, I like have to look both places. You I know? feel like I'm so not used to, well, you're so used to doing this type of stuff where you're like always behind a camera. Yeah, yeah. And I guess for me, when I'm just having a conversation with people, I sometimes forget that I'm being recorded. Yeah, and of course. 
Yeah, so, okay, I'll, I'll do my, but don't my you think best. But I feel like we should look at the camera. <laughs> I'll look at you through the camera. Don't, How you about think that? that's, don't you think that's what you should do? Yeah, probably, for sure. So we can, like, see our faces? Yeah, definitely. Okay, okay, okay. I'm going to start doing it now. Thank you for that. I love you. I love a critique. <laughs> okay, um, went to college in New Jersey, didn't go far away from home, and I, like, was originally a psychology major, and then I quickly switched to communications and studied broadcast journalism and started doing, like, hosting and stuff, and I loved it because... I love like being on camera and like performing, but I felt like I wasn't super passionate about acting. Okay. Like I liked the idea of performing, but I didn't like pretending to be someone else or just like the roles I would play. Yeah. What I love is reality TV and pop culture and that's what I've loved since I was a kid. So once I figured out that I could merge my love for like being on camera and performing with that, that is when like everything came together in college. And then I quickly moved to LA right after in 2019 and have been here ever since. Yeah, that's super interesting that you say that though, because when I think about like theater, you kind I mean, reality TV kind of is theater in a way because it is entertaining. But mm -hmm. when you said that you were in theater in high school and stuff growing up, I was curious, were you in like the plays and musicals in school? Yeah, I did the plays and the musicals. Okay. I was in like 20 plays by the time I was in like fifth grade. Oh my god! I've been in Cinderella, Mary Poppins, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Wizards of Oz. I played like a munchkin. I was in Oompa Loompa. I love <laughs> singing. I love to sing too. I'm just not super good at it. But I loved like the idea of performing. I loved an audience. Yeah, you don't have to be good at singing. Everybody... Everybody is a singer in their own. True. But I was in theater too, so we can we can uh, what's the word bond over our theater kids. Theatrical art. Yes, exactly. But I feel like just in general, you and I have a lot of energy, and we're very theatrical when we talk too. So mm -hmm. it kind of definitely translates in like the content that you put out there. Yeah. Um, so just curious, also when you were in college, how did you know that you wanted to switch from psychology over to communications? Because I feel like that's such a jump. Yeah. Oftentimes people like they get into a, a field that they think they're going to love and then are sometimes really scared to make that, you know, jump to go into something different because you think of it's going to set you back or maybe it's like the unknown, mm -hmm. but curious how you decided that. I originally chose psychology as a major because I felt like I was trying to pick something realistic. I feel like when we're young, we don't grow up and think, oh, I could be a content creator, creator an influencer, yeah. or even a host is kind of like a vague job. You know, you kind of think you have to be like a teacher, doctor, lawyer, therapist. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why I originally chose psychology, that and because I grew up going to therapy. I started going to like a psychologist when I was like literally eight. Okay. So I felt like I knew how to like talk to people and listen to people because I was almost like I was doing that for so long. Like even when we first met, you just started talking to me and telling me all your problems. Yeah. And I didn't even ask, but I'm, I'm, I love listening. Like I'm happy to listen, but I, I feel like I would be a good psychologist because I'm such a good listener. Yeah. But that also is why I'm such a good host because I'm a, like that also is listening to people. Yes. Like you're listening to me now. I was listening to you. Like it's important to listen when you create content. Yeah, right? totally. Like not only listening to like what people want but also you know like I don't know where I was going with that I was trying to where people were deep. saying yeah where yeah. people are like I can't respond to you if I don't listen to you right yeah and that's something that I've definitely learned since starting the podcast but just overall in general I think that it's there's so many distractions in the world that it's so easy to not be like present and actually actively listening mm -hmm. so that's something i've been really trying to do a lot better of me but too. no me too even when i'm out now and we were talking before like i don't like to vlog as much i used to do tiktok vlogs like a few yeah. times a week now i refuse to do that because when i'm out with my friends all i need is like one instagram story and like my phone is down like i just want to be present in the moment 
And that's something that like I've really done or been, I feel like my doing a podcast has helped me practice that into my friendships. Yeah. Do you feel the same? Oh, totally. I 100% agree. Like I think back to sorority recruitment and I think back to like going on dates and I think to interviewing for companies and stuff like that. And you take all of those communication skills mm -hmm. and you can kind of put that all into a podcast in a sense yeah. and obviously that's something I'm still learning and mm -hmm. talk about your podcast too I would love for you to plug that for anybody <laughs> to be a new listener for you my, pod my podcast is um, it's new just like yours I have 25 episodes out so I've been doing it since February okay I started it this year and I do it like every single Thursday we have a new episode but sometimes I miss a week yeah which, like I don't even care because like I put out YouTube content TikTok content like it's okay right. But I try and do it every single week, but it's so hard, just like you were saying, because, like, we got to do it all. Right. Absolutely. So, it's, I, yeah. It's a lot, for sure. I think uh, once you start going, and there's so many, like, moving parts that go into it, especially when you're doing other platforms as well, mm -hmm. it's very time-consuming. And you have a full-time job yeah. that's completely separate from content creation. And so I would love for you to talk about that, because, as you know, Fun on Weekdays, I kind of started it around the idea uh -huh. of, you know, you have a nine to five, but it doesn't even matter what hours you work because we're all working, you yeah. know? Um, and so to juggle so many like passions and side projects, as well as your kind of like more corporate um, job, I'd love for well, you to talk about that. my job is by no means corporate. Okay. <laughs> it is by no means nine to five. <laughs> and that's why that's we're- That's okay. Yeah, that, so that's I- That's here to talk about. Yeah, yeah, so I am in like an entertainment news host slash correspondent at Shared News. So we do stories from home, mm -hmm. just like you see on every any other outlet like E! News or Access Hollywood. We do the stories, so I write my own scripts, and then we go on camera, me and the other host, and we talk about a lot of reality TV. It's a lot of Bachelor, mm -hmm. but then we also do like stories on like the Emmys, and we'll cover award shows. And like we just self tape from home and just talk about it. Sometimes we do single stories or sometimes we do a few different hosts. And gotcha. then on my podcast, I talk about reality TV like specifically. So for me, it's like actually like awesome that like everything I'm doing at once, like YouTube podcasts, whatever, it's all around the same subjects. Yeah. So it's not as hard, I guess, to balance it as someone else who might have five different jobs. Yeah, I totally understand. Like you're, you're, side projects correspond to what you're actually doing everything for, like, corresponds your job. yeah everything that i do corresponds with each other like even like the brand deals i do or even just like i don't know the things i wear like everything just like aligns yeah that's really cool too i mean that's like a dream for you to have your entire life revolve around like the one thing that you're super passionate about but with that do you think it's hard sometimes to like take a break from your work because it is so time consuming of like your side things that you work on with social content and then also like your work content to take time for, you know, like your personal life? Or do you think that also kind of corresponds with, with what you do as well? I mean, I think my personal life will correspond when we go to like work events or parties, even when certain people are going to be there, like everything is networking. Anytime right. you go out in Los Angeles, it's networking. So yeah. I feel like I never turn off the work button, but I have a really good work-life balance because I get stoned as fuck on the weekends. <laughs> I get drunk on the weekends and I don't always have fun on weekdays. Yeah. But we're here now, so I'm I am having fun on a weekday. Yeah. But I like love like I separate and like live life. I have a lot of friends in LA and like I totally decompress during the week. Um, weekends. I don't always post on the weekends. Yeah. I feel like the weekends sometimes you're just so busy that like you said, it's so hard to be present in the moment and actually enjoy the people you're spending time with or enjoy what you're doing while like trying to record it all. Because then it yeah. takes away from the actual like 
moment itself. It does. And it makes it less authentic. And like, you see these like YouTubers, like, I don't know, you know, like Brent Rivera or even like the Spay Boys and like other people who are content creators, like when they're groups of friends and they all love filming content, yeah. it's almost easier for them to film it. Like I don't have a lot of friends that want to film content. They're like, put your phone down. Like, yeah. you know, they don't, they don't get that it's like what we do for work. So right. it's refreshing to connect with other influencers and like content creators because they really get it just yeah. like you do. Totally. And I think there's a lot of inspiration that comes with being around people who have similar passions as well. Like mm -hmm. you can just talk about the things that maybe other people don't necessarily kind of understand. But um, with that, do you think that like it's been hard to kind of connect with your friends because they don't necessarily understand what you do? No, not at all. Okay, good. And honestly, my life is not perfect, but like not at all. <laughs> my, I have always been who I am. Like my friends have always known that I've been obsessed with The Bachelor, that I'm such like a princess, like since the day I was born. Like I've never wavered. I've just like that. become more and more myself. So a lot of my friends who know me for years, like everyone has seen this life for me because this right. is like, there was no other uh, like yeah. avenue. This is always, this has always been Zachary. He's just doing what he loves. He's always loved this. So I don't think that anyone in my life, like especially people who knew me before I started doing social media, no one treats me different or like, yeah. um, like thinks it's, thinks what I'm doing, like, they, they all can relate because it's just who I am. Yeah, and that's really important to find people to surround yourself with that actually really support what you're doing, whether they understand it and can, like, relate to it or not. I think it's just important to surround yourself with good people. Mm -hmm. So moving from, you're from Long Island. Yeah. Moving to L.A., such a huge city. I'd love for you to talk about how you made friends here because so many people that listen to my <laughs> podcast are, like, making these big life moves. You're moving to a new city or, like, just trying to meet new people and it can definitely be hard and I'm curious from your yeah. perspective um, how, you, how you've kind of acclimated to LA. Yeah, and you've done a good job, I feel like, from following you, like connecting your followers, like making yeah. everyone friends. I think that's cool. For It was actually really hard to make friends here at first, especially in the beginning. What I did was I signed a five-month lease okay. and, in Westwood by UCLA. So I was around the college kids for my first five months. Okay. And there was college parties on my street. Oh, that's fun. So it was almost like I did an extra semester of college without taking classes because I was so involved in that environment. Okay. So that was kind of like easier, I guess, because like to be thrown around people. Yeah. And I think also too, because you had just graduated, you're around people who are still kind of like your same age. You can still relate to exactly. them. Exactly. The same. People are in grad school. They're older than me but in yeah. that area. For sure. Do you have any funny stories of like parties you went to? Yeah, there was this <laughs> one, literally right outside my house, there was this one party and they made a fire on the street oh my gosh. with couches and pillows and like tables furniture very much like project x yes -esque. old right outside my apartment like okay. i will have to show you the videos i would was, love to see it it was so beyond crazy but my biggest advice actually though to people who want to make new friends because like i moved to a new city jenna moved to a new city is literally just ha it takes time mm -hmm. like do not look for it just focus on you because i think the biggest challenge for me when i moved here was finding work finding money getting situated, like knowing where I'm going. And like, if I'm going to try and look for friends because I don't want to be alone, then that's like a waste of time. Cause then I'm just looking for people to fill that void. So oh, I love that. So what I really wanted to, it took me a little bit cause I wasn't around the college kids getting drunk a lot when I first moved here. But once I like really like around like six or seven like month living here, that's when I really like got it together. I was like, all right, I had a lot of fun. I got that out of my system. I need to figure my life out. And then friends have came naturally to me since then over time. Yeah, I think that's a really great point. You said like you're filling a void in your mm -hmm. life kind of with the people that you're searching for. And I think oftentimes if you are like 
you know, comfortable with yourself, spending time with yourself, understanding like what you're looking for. I talk about this all the time. The energy that you put out is what you're going to attract. And so you won't necessarily have to look for friends because those people will naturally kind of gravitate towards you. And those friendships that you have to put in so much effort for aren't, aren't necessarily the most like natural, real friendships. Um, because what I've learned over time is that like a true friend, you don't have to talk to them every single day. You don't have to FaceTime them. You don't have to give them an explanation about why you don't want to hang out with them. You could just tell them, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. And like, that's it. I literally was with two of my close friends this weekend. We were together all weekend. We were together the weekend before. And I was like, I need to go home. I don't want to be near either of you. (laughs) And I'm just like, it's not personal. Like literally like calling you like tonight, but just leave me alone. Like, and those, those are the best types of friendships. And I think the more you learn about yourself and love who you are and focus on yourself. Like you said, everyone gravitates towards you. It would be easier to maintain friendships when you figure your shit out first. Yeah, I agree with that. Do you feel like you struggled with that at all when you moved to LA? Like just trying to rediscover yourself at all? Yeah, that's, I did. I feel like when I first moved here, I was around, being around the college kids, I was like kind of sucked into that. Yeah. And I was like, wait, that's not what I'm here to do. So that's yeah. why I'm glad I only signed the five month lease because once I moved to West Hollywood, like my six month in LA, now I've been here over two years, mm-hmm. that's when I really got it together, like being by yourself because people are, it's just, people can get distracting. Yeah. Like you can become obsessed with people, obsessed with drinking <laughs> with people or getting high with people. Like friendships yeah. can become so toxic so quickly. So quickly. I totally agree agree with that and I think it's really important to kind of like set those boundaries from the get-go but it takes you realizing what you're looking for a friendship in order to be able to set those boundaries exactly oh my we're God. like speaking facts right now I know seriously I'm so proud of us I like, too that that cheers. calls for a cheers, cheers our guys. plastic glass our plastic glasses so you can't even hear the clink they don't even know it's plastic we'll edit a clink in okay <laughs> this we're doing bougie things in the Palak households <laughs> the Palak Saley household <laughs> Palak Saley <laughs> Sally Jaju. Is so that what your, is that what his last name is? Um, yes. Name? Yeah. So uh, we are currently sitting at the dining room table of my Airbnb in Venice. I'm living right now with Connor and Mike, the water the water boy boys. The water boy boys. Yes, okay. they're at the gym right now, so we're doing our own thing, enjoying our time with them gone. So so we need to talk shit about them now <laughs> before yeah. they get here later. Um, yeah. Yeah, but so, I'm excited to meet Connor because, and I do want to talk about The Bachelor. I know we'll get into yes, it. Yes, of course. Because, of course, like, he was on The Bachelor, and, like, I've given him a hard time on TikTok a couple times. So, <laughs> yes. and I, lo- I hope he has a good sense of humor because I've met other people who haven't. Yeah. So, and I know he will. So, I'm excited to, like, it's nice to meet people now, like, on the show since I talk about it so much. Totally. I think it's funny because a lot of people are like, oh, he seems a lot funnier now that you've been hanging out with him. Like, um, Connor? Yeah. Oh. And I'm like, so I was thinking about me. Oh, like, I've always been funny. No, you are always funny. You're like your own character. You were literally meant to to do what you're doing. Thank so you. So because you make so much content around The Bachelor, I want you to like tell me your thoughts of this season. Are we going to sound off? Yeah. Are you watching? Did you watch? I want... Okay, so it's going to be a little difficult for me to have this conversation because I've only watched bits and pieces, but what I will say is I don't feel like I have to watch all of the episodes anymore because I watch literally <laughs> watch your TikTok recap videos. That's the point. That like, is literally the point. And I'll tell you like what you need to know in, yeah. in a very concise way okay. and how to feel. I always give my opinion. No, always. And always. I love your videos for that because you can watch a video and it's just like straight to the point. Straight to the point. And you know exactly what you got from it. There's no filler words. There's no bullshit. There's not, like, I edit that out. I love I, it. I'll edit my... Thing and now I'm even getting getting better at like cutting the filler words out. I used to keep them in, but now I'm like so quick and concise because people will scroll away yeah. on TikTok real quick. But I mean, Paradise was 
good this season. I'm pissed the fuck off that there was no <laughs> reunion. Like, I could flip a table about it. There was no reunion, so yeah, I'm annoyed. That was weird, though, because they all... Okay, this is my question. Were they required to post, like, a kind of updated video? Because I saw a lot of the couples did, like, a reel or yeah. like a TikTok update kind of thing, and that's what they showed as, like, the where are we now type situation from yeah. that. Though there was, they didn't film a reunion, so they wanted them to do, like, the where are they now, like, updates. And then I'm sure, like, Abigail and Noah and, like, all the couples, they wanted to just post about their relationship. They've oh, been totally. in hiding for the past three or four months and all yeah. these couples have been together there's literally like six couples together from the show that's a lot yeah. compared to other seasons so i think that they were just really excited to like put together a collage and like give an update because there was no reunion yeah totally so out of all the couples that ended up together who we have we have marissa and riley, riley. You're, okay. i'm testing you let's <laughs> marissa see if she knows riley. it okay one abigail and noah two mari and kenny get it girl Oh, first, before we go any further, I need to know what you think about that naked photo of them. Do you know what I'm Cring talking about? Cringy, but like, good Kinda for them. Kind of sexy, though. I'm cringy, like, Cringy, but like, good Mari, for them. I like that. I actually really like that. They didn't, it was weird, because they didn't post it on their pages. Right. They had the photographer post it, and then they put it on their stories. I didn't like that. That is shady. That's sketchy. Like, just post it on your page and own that you had a naked photo shoot. That's hot as fuck. They looked so good. I'm not going to lie. Like, the first time I saw it, I was like, whoa. That's like, whoa. Good. That's like, no, I liked bold, it too. But also, I mean, she looks incredible. She's hot. And There's I no like, denying she's hot. That's just bold. I also feel like nobody from Bachelor Nation has ever done a photo shoot that's so, like, kind of scandalous. Because Bachelor Nation is so. Uh, I can't say this word. No, can, you, you can. can. Catholic? Okay. Can well, you cut can, that out? Is that bad to say? No, I don't, I don't think it's bad to say, but we will. We, just we'll think on. about it. We'll yeah. think about it. Bachelor Nation is just so basic. So I feel like everyone is so scared to like draw the line. And like even this season when Marissa and Riley were getting so much hate for having sex in the boom boom room, you're on Too Hot to Handle, you're on Jersey Shore, you're right. on any other reality show, literally any other show, they don't get criticized for having sex. Yeah. And do you think that's because Bachelor is was... basic? <laughs> and it attracts basic viewers. Okay. That's what I think. I, I kind of really like that that take on it and so yeah. do you watch bachelor because you enjoy it or do you watch it purely so that you can like commentate on it so you can provide content for other people or is it but it's become a little bit more now now it's definitely okay. become a job to do it but i love the bachelor okay. <laughs> because i literally grew up watching it i'm so loyal to the shows i watch like yeah. loyal to my friend i'm a loyal person till i die loyal with characters on the show mm -hmm. so like if i supported you three seasons ago demi like if you make a fool i'm still gonna support you because i always supported you i love demi love me love love demi but i've been watching <laughs> since i was 10 or 11 so and i've always like loved the show so much so now that i'm able to make content about it it's definitely like slowly naturally like i started to make content about the bachelor like Five years ago, it just like never stuck. Yeah. TikTok like gave it the opportunity to stick, and 100%. me being old enough, and yeah. like you know, like getting social media now. Yeah, I also <laughs> think <laughs> <laughs> like just like learning about like the tools. Like you have to to make content, you can't just be a good host and personality. You need to know lights, camera, action, editing. Yeah. That takes time to get to learn. Oh well, I'm. I mean, I don't know that, so I could take so many pointers from We're here you. now. I know. Seriously. Somehow. Seriously. So okay, going back to the couples that came out. So we had Mari and Yes, Penny. you got three three and there's six total there's literally six Holy seven shit. if you include james and aaron i <laughs> so you said mari and kenny marissa and riley um oh my goodness i'm who were the other I'm, couple you said like, well Noah and abigail yeah oh if brendan and piper yeah they're probably together right now okay so we can even put them on the list and that's a new but joe and serena joe and serena duh and okay. um thomas and becca 
Okay, right, right, right. And then Elena and Chris, they like went home early. Oh. They got they, like kicked off the show. They got kicked off? See, I like, didn't watch that part, but I They seen... literally got like voted off by like the remember <laughs> like literally a group of cast members, like led by grocery store Joe, like put Chris in a corner and basically told him to leave. No way. And obviously what? like the producers are behind that. Right, right. Because the producers can't do that. Right. Because then it's like breaking the fourth wall. But yeah, they literally got like pushed off the show. Okay, so what's your take on that? Do you think that that was like a good move? Like get off the show, you already know you like each other? Or are it's, you kind of like, we should have seen the relationship develop? I would have liked to see them stay on the show longer. I don't think okay. it's fair. I don't think it was nice the way they left the show. I think it was like made grocery store Joe look like a bully. However, it okay. was kind of obvious when Elena walked in that they had some sort of a flirtatious pre-existing relationship and I think right. that's why everyone had such a problem with that and Brendan and Piper so yeah. I think that's why things that that's why he was targeted and because they also were early boots on their seasons yeah but I do think they have a genuine relationship today yeah for sure. I see like okay so I follow bachelor scoop bachelor yeah, yeah. snoop what is it bachelor scoop on instagram yes yeah. yes and so I'll scroll through there, and that's how I literally get my intake of, like, Bachelor drama. It's so and funny. And for me. And yes, for me. and from you, of course. Of course. <laughs> I go Instagram, to you for okay. I go to you for, like, videos, and then I go okay, to them good. for, like, paparazzi photos. But then you are the one that does a video to, like, describe the paparazzi No one does photo. it on. No one does what I do on TikTok. Yeah, they no do one it doesn't on, like you either. Thank you. But, like, Even none of the Bachelor try. accounts, like, they don't show their faces. They don't sh yeah. show. They don't make videos. They just do Instagrams. And that's why I think I was able, like, so off topic, but that's why I've been able to succeed so much is because I am so original in Bachelor TikTok content. Totally, I agree. Period. Do you... <laughs> period. So do you think that, like, um, those Instagram And you still have accounts... to guess the rest of the couples. Oh my gosh, there's still more? But... Well, my last question is, do you think yes, that those accounts are, like, anonymous because they're, they're afraid to give their opinions without, like, showing face? I don't do even... Think it, that, I'm or... sure it's a little bit of that, but I don't think... And something I learned is not everyone's an on-camera person. So yeah, I that's think it's, true. I like Bachelor Data. I like her because she shows her face, but she okay. also, like, it's mostly her account. Like, like she'll mm -hmm. show her face sometimes and do a story. But, like, a lot of these other um, accounts are, like, so anonymous. And it's just, like, yeah. and I have some, like, loyal TikTok followers who are anonymous, too. And it's just, okay. like, what the fuck do you look like? Like, I need to know because they share their opinions and captions and stuff. I'm, like, what do you look like? Yeah, it is really interesting how you connect with people over the internet and you just, like, there's so many people that consistently will message me or comment or you, you know like you notice those people and you know the name but you don't so, see the picture right right a lot of times they like don't have a picture or it's not of them it's like a meme or something mm -hmm. like i just want to know who you are or even the fake accounts when you get <laughs> fake fake dms on instagram oh yeah and they're like i have tea i created this account just to send it to you oh my god zero followers zero <laughs> like this is what's going on i'm like girl i knew that three weeks ago like stop <laughs> but you're so behind yeah you're so behind so who are the other remaining couples then well, Murray and Kenny, Joe and Serena, Marissa and Riley were the three that got engaged. Okay. Becca and Thomas, Abigail and Noah were the couples that had to fake break up, even though they, like, because they weren't getting engaged and then okay. they got back together. Elena and Chris and Brendan and Piper got kicked off the show, okay. but are still together. Yeah. Like, they've been seen together, whatever. And then Aaron and James left oh, the show Aaron together. So that's eight couples. <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. That's literally a record. That is a lot. It's a lot. That's insane to think about. I feel like just in general, how do you feel about Bachelor in Paradise in comparison to Bachelor or Bachelorette? 
I will always love The Bachelor first. Okay. I love a group of women fighting over a hot man <laughs> all day. Because that's why I love Housewives, Real Housewives, too. I yeah. love watching women fight. Like, sorry, but, like, you guys are so entertaining. Um, so I love The Bachelor first. Bachelor Pad was so good. Bachelor in Paradise. That's Bachelorette's a, the worst. Oh Do you watch Bachelor Pad? Bachelor Pad, that's an, that's an oldie, right? Yes. That is a so throwback. Good. It's so I don't even I don't really remember what the entire premise of that was in the mansion competitive challenges and love and you vote people off It was like all of that at once. It's like everything like survivor bachelor literally everything at once I recommend everyone go watch that if you're like looking to watch an old season Yeah, I love that because I was going to well I'll ask you a little bit later I'm just gonna ask for all your recommendations, but I definitely agree I think the bachelor is the most entertaining to watch because I feel like I can connect with the women that are on the show a lot easier like it's a, it's a lot easier for me to want to root for a woman that I see on the show rather than like a guy like rooting for a guy to be with a girl because usually if I'm rooting for the guy I'm like oh I want that guy you know oh yeah of course you always yeah. root for the guys that are the hottest but then I always root for the girls who are the biggest villains okay so like Queen Victoria was my queen like Corinne okay um and Michelle Money and you're friends with Victoria, Victoria. okay me and Victoria are friends I had like a few other like friends from The Bachelor like I have like loose relationships with a lot of them like when they mm. text like DM me and stuff but Victoria is like my girl like we're okay. friends and how do you feel like they portrayed her on TV like do you think that it was true or do you think they like made her into a character like what do you what do you think about that I mean they definitely made her into a character but I think she also like was sure. down to be that character I don't yeah. think she did not know that she was going to be portrayed to be a bully. She knew she was going to be like you know the one of the girl. I and mean, she didn't watch the show before, so she didn't oh, know that oh she didn't God. know that there was like a villain term, and she didn't know villain was a bad thing. And it's not. It okay. shouldn't be, or it hasn't been as much as it was back in the day. Now it's like Demi's like it's fun villains. I think that with social media now, because The Bachelor, like you can recap those moments before. Like you weren't putting little clips of an episode on Facebook. Like that, I mean, were you? I don't know. No, I don't no, think not so. at all. No. And so I think now, like, TikTok and more like video first platforms is what is creating that, like, actual you villain. Think social media. No, yeah. I, I, yes, and yes, but I also think the show, like, made her the villain. Yeah, no. But social media, like, made, social media made Ivan a villain. Yes. Social media made, like, Kendall a villain. Yeah. Like, the show didn't do that. Social media totally. makes Erica Jane a villain for the, well, actually, Erica Jane is a villain. You don't watch Beverly Hills Housewives. Do you? I don't, but do you now, watch that any I, now that I'm in LA, I might have to. I feel like you need to watch. You need to be on Housewives. Do you? Of okay. Austin. If I was in, first of all, I need to be. A, I need to be a wife first. We are manifesting that for the next like three years. Okay? I want that for you. Thank you. I want that too. I mean, I'm 24 right now. Let's let's just put. A, I thought you were gonna say I want that for you too. I, was like, okay. <laughs> I do want that for you too. Maybe in like 10 years. 10 years. You'll yeah. be 34. We're both 24. We're twins. You know. People are just getting married so much older now. And like my parents got married when they were what, like 22? And it's so wild because I see a lot of people from my hometown. Do you feel the same way that get married super young? I'm from New York, not really. People oh, have kids okay. at 45. That's oh when people God. are popping up. My mom had me at 37. Okay. So like it's definitely, but you're like a small town. Yeah. So I feel like people get married younger in small towns, right? Yeah. And people in, in like big cities get married later, especially in New York and LA. Yeah, totally. I don't, I definitely don't feel like I have as much pressure to like find a person and get married as, as young anymore now. Because I feel like it's just so much more normalized to get married when you're a little older. Yeah. But, like I said, I have to be married before I get on a housewife show. I know, but <laughs> you should have... Did you not get on that show about Austin? No, and kids? this is fucked up. Because, so, there were a couple shows that I was interviewing for. There was um, 
There was we both did the circle. Yes, we both did the circle, which, first of all, you would be incredible for the circle. I know. I could sit and watch you all day, like, talk to yourself I know. in the room. I'm going to the rap party on Friday, and okay. I was actually going to invite you, but oh you said gosh. you're leaving. What time? What time? It's at night. Like, oh, six. Like, six. Oh, I can't do Change that. Change your flight. I'm going to a NASCAR race with my you dad. You can't miss it. You can't miss that. I know. Um, Time with my family. I'm going to the rap part. I know everyone on the show, or like at least half the people on the show. So maybe they'll put me on in a couple of years. I think that would be a great reality show for me to be on. That would be, honestly, like I could so see that. I feel like it lines with your personality Everything. So much. And I told them I would bring a ring light and a green screen too. <laughs> I would be like, I still have to do my TikToks. I don't care if we're on the show. Like I still need to do my TikToks. And then when I get off the show, I'm going to do my TikToks, talk about myself. Like I'm not there. Oh or, my God. It's already God. planned. So, okay, my question, if you were to be on the show, would you be yourself or would you be a different character? I would love to be myself, okay. but I feel like people would know me and that's not narcissistic. It's just because it's reality TV. Yeah. Like, I feel like the other players would know me because people who go on reality shows watch reality shows. I don't think I'm a big deal, but I feel like in the reality TV space, I am a big deal because like yeah. that's the center of everything. So I feel like people would know me and it would, wouldn't work because they would be like, oh, he knows this shit too well. Yeah. It's definitely like a niche space. I would it's say. Very niche. If you're into reality TV, then I feel like people have seen your content, mm -hmm. whether they like follow you or not. Like exactly. I, it's I, niche. I thought I followed you for so freaking long. Oh my God. When she followed me, I was like, thank you, bitch. Because I, I have been following so her for so long. Like I, you were one of the first people I followed. Really? Like, I've been following you for over a year. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. It's so weird. Cause when I first met you, I was telling you kind of my, like my life story. You're like, I already know this. Yeah. I was and like, like I that's know. so weird to think I about. Follow you. I, I forget that sometimes I just completely overshare on the internet. You share a lot on the internet, which I, I think do. is great. Like good for you. I don't share as much, I guess on TikTok. Like yeah. if you listen to my podcast or YouTube, I like it's longer. So I'm more in depth, but on TikTok, I'm just like, this is the tea. So right. I'm like glad, like I'm always glad to like come on a podcast and like, for people to get to know me more, just like yeah. to get to know you more As a because person, like, you know, we don't talk all the time. Yeah, totally. So going back to the circle, do you, did they circle. ever, did they ever tell you why you didn't get chosen or anything? They just said or like apply you, next year. Like, oh unfortunately, like I think I know why I didn't get chosen because I like, just like, had, like, I just feel like. I was still unsure about a few things. Like okay. you got to be so confident and sure. Yes. And I am confident and sure, but I feel like the it'll happen when it's the right time. Yeah. Like obviously I'm destined to be on a reality TV. Oh, it's absolutely. just like, so I feel like it's it just has to happen time. naturally. So I'm no longer like applying to shows or pushing it. I feel like it's going to come to me when it's supposed to be. Yeah. Let them come to you for sure. So uh, we both applied for it or somebody probably reached out to you, right? Yeah. Okay. So we both went through the interview process for it. I said that I would be myself as well because I was like, I feel like I could never be anyone other than myself because mm -hmm. I am so like unapologetic. Exactly. And I feel like that would maybe be my That's your story. Suit. That's yeah. your story. So my approach when they ask me like, what's my personality? What am I going in as? I'm like, okay, I want to be like the American girl, like the, just like the, mm -hmm. like the sweetheart, the American sweetheart. Do I even need to say American? Like it doesn't really matter where I'm from. Yeah. Well, they're in the UK, so maybe it does matter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I just want to be like the sweetheart and I'm like a little flirty, but I'm not too suggestive. Like not stepping on people's toes, but behind the scenes, I love when they're like the really strategic kind of like mastermind. Yes. That's what I want to be, oh which is why God, I'll be a yeah. catfish. Yeah. And trick people. Maybe I'll go in as you. Oh my God. Yeah. You could, no one could ever be me. <laughs> I know. I could try. You could try. try. You could try. Well, wait till Halloween. I'm sure somebody will dress up as you. Oh my God. That I promise be, you. That would honestly be like the biggest compliment ever. No, I know. You're, you're giving people an idea right no, now. No, I'm saying like someone's going to dress up as you. Because I'm dressing up as someone from The Bachelor. Who? I'm not going to say. Oh, okay. But I feel like this person, like I already told her. That okay. <laughs> Oh, her. Oh my God, just being Victoria. Okay. 
You were so bad at being vague. I'm so bad at being vague. But I feel like she's really excited to see me dress up as her because I don't think she's ever. So I'm like, oh my, you would love that too. Are you going to wear a wig? Yeah, of course. Oh, I, yeah. I wear wigs sometimes. We got wig. Wig, crown, rose. Love that. I need to find a dress or borrow a dress. And that's all I need. I just need an attitude. Oh. I already got that one. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. We gotta figure out what I should be for Halloween. You too. don't know yet? No, I have like two weeks. Oh, okay, I'm going to a Halloween party this weekend. Halloween what? Is, Halloween in LA is literally three weeks long. Oh my gosh. It's so crazy. So for anybody listening that's like in LA, what are some things that you could do like for the Halloween season? What are oh, some you gotta like know fun a, you gotta know a man in a mansion to get around these streets. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Um there's like a West Hollywood parade usually. I don't know if it is because COVID, but I remember going two years ago it was insane. Like everyone's okay. on the streets. Go out and there's always parties. Yeah, I feel like you just meet the people with the mansions. What I'm like, it are takes you on time. dating apps? Not, not really. No. No. Okay. It takes time to meet people with mansions. Yeah. Like, I still don't know that many people with mansions. I've been here two years, and we only say that like that with mansions. <laughs> I know it sounds like vain or whatever. It's because LA partying is so different. Like the clubs close at two. It's not like New York where it's like a nonstop party. Like you really do need to like know people with houses because like that's where a lot of like the big parties are. We don't have like New York City. Yeah. Where you just go to bar rooftop, rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. And well, I mean the bars close at two a.m. in Austin too. What, it's annoying. What time do y'all usually like? Go, it's so call. different. What time do you guys usually like go wow. out at night? If you're going to a bar, what time are you typically leaving it's the house? So different. Cause like I'll leave at five, six, seven, eight, nine, or ten, or eleven. Like it literally okay. depends on the night. I'm so. not consistent <laughs> with my schedule. I'm not consistent with like when anything like that. Okay. I feel like typically when I'm going out in Austin, like yeah, I guess it definitely does. To, Depend. In like, college, we were consistent, like yeah. 11 a.m. every night or 11 p.m. 10:30 or 11. But yeah. now, as it, like we go out for happy hours, and especially with COVID, has affected everything. Totally. In college, it was like it's kind of weird if you go out before 11:30. Sometimes yeah. you're going to the pregame at 11:30, and like why? Uh, I miss those days, but I also like can't hang anymore. Oh my gosh! Oh, you can't hang anymore. I can't. I, I live with two guys. I can tell you all about all about their hangover cure. I'm okay. sure when they, when they get back here, you'll get a whole spiel about Waterboy. Yeah. Um, oh, God. Honestly, though, like, I'm not going to lie. This is just a completely unsponsored plug for them. Waterboy, like, literally, if I am hungover and you, you know when you wake what up and you water get What is Waterboy? We'll have to talk after because yeah. they're going to tell me. But um, I need the like, whole spiel. Just they tell me, like, what it is. Yeah. Better. Okay. Basically, like, when you're super hungover, you wake up, you're shaking, and you're like, oh, my God. I, like, the, the anxiety that you get when you're hungover that's what like really calms it for me that's why i like it okay um yeah. and so it's like um what is someone what's something else people take when they're hungover um usually like pedialyte, pedialyte or, like, yeah. IT, but those i don't are take anything so, i don't either i mean other, I just than, survive. other than this now i just rally i go to sleep early i drink water i learn that the hard way just so and like misery. eat food before you go to sleep if you can eat oh food God. and water and just crash what is your favorite, um, like, drunk food that you would get before going to bed? Like, pizza. Like, New York, I grew up on pizza. Like, 99 cents sliced pizza. Like, going, you know, throughout college, like, going out drunk there. Yeah. But now it's, like, fast food. You got to get McDonald's. Or I just try and, like, pro tip, leave <laughs> leftovers, like, always. Like, if you live alone, it's a lot to cook all the time. Leave leftovers. Make prep. extra meal prep. It goes a long way. Okay, that's that's really good advice. I never do that because I just never cook in general. Are you ordering? Um, you go out? Weekdays. I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's so off-brand if I'm not going out on weekdays. You but now have to I, go out every single weeknight night. I know. I better see you in home on the weekend. <laughs> 
I do, I'm not gonna lie, like ever since I started this, whenever people will, like my friends will invite me to go out and do something and I'm like, oh, I'm so tired, I've had such a long day. And I feel like people don't necessarily realize that like I am still working, but I'm just like working in a completely different setting. Um, and I feel like almost now, my job now is way more like draining and stressful than my corporate job. Because corporate, like, I, TikTok. I, yeah, like, so I, cool. I can just, like, leave it, yeah. you know? Like, five o'clock hits, and I'm like, okay, cool, shut my computer down, and then just completely disassociate. Now it's, like, and, a full-time job. Being yeah. a content creator is a full-time job. I yeah. literally will, like, pre-tape, do pre-tape your TikToks. No, not usually, oh. other than, Because like, you just post your freaking thoughts. <laughs> I pre-tape my TikToks sometimes. Like, before I go to sleep, I'll make, like, three TikToks. So yeah. I have them in the morning, so I don't feel pressure. Wait, yours are so much like better produced yeah that produced and okay. and that as well mine is like very much in the moment which is what people love about you yeah oh, people love you. us for different things <laughs> thank you <laughs> people love that you're so real and like you live your life like i like i feel like i already knew you before like because you just share your life yeah like, you're so good at it and i was telling thank her you. that too i was like it's really hard to like, just like share who you are on the internet and be so natural all the time and just share your life like as we were talking about earlier with like authentic recording. Yeah. Because you're like, you're with totally. friends. Like, why are you recording? You're at dinner. <clears throat> you just seem like you do it so seamlessly. Thank you. I feel like I talk about this a lot too. Um, I think that's also like people's perception of me as well because there's so many days that like, do you ever feel like this where you wake up and you just, you don't feel like yourself mm -hmm. and you feel like you almost have this standard to uphold because I mean, even yesterday, this is a great example. I was like posting on Instagram and, and on TikTok and multiple people were like, Jenny, you seem really sad today. And I feel like- What were you posting? I don't even know. I, I, I didn't post anything specific, but- They know you well. I, yeah, I think there's just, when you share so much of your life, mm -hmm. if there's a day that you're like a little bit off or the energy's people not as know. high, people definitely recognize it. And I think instead of taking time for myself to just like literally focus on, okay, let's like get back Mental to- Mental health check. But yeah, get back to who Jenna really is, like who people- Need, not need me to be, but like what you need, want to see. Want me, they want yeah. to see you thrive and happy all the time because totally. they're they, you know you're supportive. But yeah. I feel like you can't like it's okay. It's, that's why the people who last the longest on the internet, like like Trisha Paytas, like for example, like oh they God. cry on their YouTube. Yeah. Tana Mojo, like you gotta like when you're on your content creator, people will notice because mm -hmm. they see you post every day. So you gotta be so real. Yeah. If you're opening that door up, like it's okay to cry. It's okay to be upset. Like I don't think it. It's okay if you're not happy one day. Like, it's not like no one's gonna, people are gonna unfollow you because you have a bad day. Yeah. Like, people wanna see you have, that makes you more relatable. Totally. I agree with that too. And I feel like just over time, I've learned that. And mm -hmm. especially getting into like social yeah, media, that. that's the one thing that sets you apart from everybody else because. I mean, so many people could like pick up their phone and record themselves. I mean, that definitely takes a different personality to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. You can take pictures and all that, but it takes a yeah, certain kind of like strength to be able to share your vulnerability and like insecurities. And I think sometimes I need to remind myself like to show that because I put so much pressure on myself to like mm -hmm. be, you know, like yeah. Jenna. Yeah. And then there's Jenna. days that I'm this not is Jenna. Jenna. Yeah. And there's days that. that I'm not like a hundred percent Jenna. I get that. And I wish I maybe shared more of that. I feel like I, I should probably start doing that. You're doing but, it right now. See, this is why I was going to oh, be a psychologist. <laughs> I am the fucking therapist. You no, really I totally are. get that. I get that. And that's kind of why I pre-tape some of my TikToks before I go to sleep so that if I'm like annoyed in the morning, because I wake <laughs> up in a bad mood too, that I can just post it. No one's going to know. Like, yeah. no one's going to know how I'm feeling. Like, I'm just posting something. Totally. So getting back to like the show thing, because we obviously didn't work out with Netflix, uh, with what? The circle. The circle. 
And you um, didn't get on the Austin show. Yeah, so there's this new show in Austin. It's called Twenty Something. Did it come out yet? Not yet. Trailer? They're, they're being it's being filmed right now, and I've actually gotten emails to be like a, like a little you, you know background you, can person. Can you do it, or you don't want to do it? I'm kind of like I've just whenever they have the little background scenes, You've I'm been busy. I've been busy. Yeah, make it I make would, it a priority. Do it. I'm I telling you to, to do go. it, and then I can it'd be like when I review the show, I'll be like, and Jenna Palak showed up. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to go just to see kind of like what the show actually ended up being because when I was interviewing for it, I mean everybody was tagging me in it on TikTok. How did you not get on? I don't know. I think that like. So the way that worked was they're looking for different people from different backgrounds that wanted to move to Austin or recently moved there and they have different stories. So whether it's like an aspiring artist who's booking live shows or mm -hmm. maybe it's someone like me who's like quitting their job and doing social media or maybe, I don't know, like a traveling nurse who is just in Austin for a couple months. They want different people. And so I felt like I had a really captivating story, but yeah. at the time that I was interviewing for it, I hadn't quit my job yet. And so I was very much just like still stuck in my like TikTok corporate job. And I shouldn't even say stuck, that's not the right word, but that's what I was doing. And I wasn't focused on like this aspect of my life yet. And I feel like had I had shown the struggles of me like quitting my job and all of those things, I feel like I would have had a better story for them to Now you do. Follow. It wasn't the right time six months ago. Right, right. And that's kind of the same with me. And I feel like we're in so in, we're aligned. We're in the same boat. Yeah. Like it, we need to grow on our own totally. before we're ready to do something else. Yeah. Like everything is like this. And when people ask me, they're like, you need to host The Bachelor right now. Like you need You'd to be the host so of The Bachelor. I know, but it, I, but like, I'm not going to host The Bachelor tomorrow. That wouldn't make sense. It would be stupid. It would be going from here to here. I don't want to go from here to here like that. I want to go to here from here to here to here to here to here you know yeah. you want that slow progression every single week or month whatever like you don't want to otherwise you want to appreciate it and that's like yeah. also getting poor to rich like you got to like earn it oh i love that i love that i think that's really important too like earning your success earning everything and just being so appreciative of the moment that you're in because i mean constantly like every day there's new opportunities that come and i feel like it's so crazy to think like there are people that have been in this industry for years that like this is just normal to them but for me this is like oh my god every time i get invited to do something or i like meet someone mm -hmm. new you just have a different appreciation yeah. for it when you're still in the mindset that like you're working for it constantly exactly. yeah exactly i love that and i know i know for a fact one day i'm gonna look back on this podcast episode with you and be like i knew zachary reality before but we're, i want to be friends we are friends what do you but mean even in like 10 years oh yeah of okay. course that, I mean, going back to this what will I be fun for about. both of us to look back in like ten years. Like, look how young we're gonna look. Like, I we know. need to look at this and like as a time capsule. You're I'm, just Zoe one hundred and one. Oh my god, yes. We need to. This has to be a time capsule, and we can look back and be I'm, like, wow. I'm gonna give this video to my Botox surgeon and be like, I need to look like I did when I was 24. Give me that brow lift. Give me that lip flip. Give me it all. Period. <laughs> oh my goodness. Hey y'all, I hope you're enjoying the episode so far. I had so much fun recording this one with Zachary. He's got great energy, as I'm sure you can tell. I wanted to jump in here mid-episode to remind you about SheFit. When I'm not dressing up for TikTok videos or going to events, I'm typically always wearing a sports bra and leggings, especially because it is so hot in Austin. At the beginning of the year, I got a gym membership, so I started going to different classes like cycling, bar, Pilates, dance, sometimes even kickboxing, and it was important for me to find sports bras that were supportive regardless of the activity. 
SheFit does exactly that. They have high to low impact to even just lounging around, and they're basically as close as you're going to get to a customizable sports bra. Check out their TikToks. They have so many viral videos. And check out my favorite styles on their website at shefit.com forward slash Jenna. A lot of people that listen are in New York or are going to New York always. Okay. So because you grew up like in that area, what are some things that like you love to do? If you were to go back there to New York right now, you had a week and it was jam-packed oh every God. day. What are the fun things you would do? Oh my god, that's crazy. You New York City is everything. Go to Brooklyn, go to Williamsburg. I mean, New York City, you just can walk on the street and go to different rooftop bars and like just have fun. New York is very free and like a lively city. I don't know. Go to the beach. Yeah. In Long you're, Island. You've been to Smorgasburg? Yes. I was gonna that. say that too. Yeah. I was gonna say Smorgasburg. That's actually the first thing that came to my mind. But I was like, wait, it's not summer anymore. It only happens oh, in the summer. And yeah. that's why I said Williamsburg. Because Smorgasburg is like where you can eat like awesome foods like intense by the bridge yeah but new york is just fun just to run around okay and so then from new york to la what are some things that you love to do in la i love to go on hikes like runyon griffith i love to go to the beach i love going to like different places like san diego or palm springs like that's okay. what i like about la is like there's so many different cities around like santa barbara it's just like two hours like there's so much to explore and i just like love going to parties i'm like a really social person on the weekends especially because i do get kind of introverted during the week. So I just yeah. like love being out and about and talking to people. I love that. I know. I feel like I definitely thrive off of like energy and being around people. Mm -hmm. But then also too, it gets to a point where like you have to take some days to be introverted a little bit. You have Kinda to. Kind of like recoup. Mental health comes first. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you I love that you said that. And right. then last <laughs> thing, obviously like we can't end this without you talking about your favorite shows right now and giving okay. recommendations because i mean there are days that people get off of work late and like all you want to do is sit in bed and watch a tv show and fall asleep and just like relax Literally. or you know do you like do you watch reality tv i wish and that I, tv honestly like i used to in college a lot i had a lot of time that like after classes or in between classes i would get out my laptop and watch on netflix but lately now i feel like i've been putting so much time into other things and i'm like it's very, it's very rare. The the last show that I watched was Titletown, uh, what's it called? Damn it, Titletown High School or something like that. It's basically like a real life, um, Friday Night Lights. So you don't even watch TV? Barely, barely. Okay, I get it. I will say, last night we turned on the TV, and we were watching Netflix, and the first thing that was up was most recently played. It was literally Hannah Brown's season of The Bachelorette. No way. And it was, it was, is that, that's the episode. season Connor was on? Yeah, we literally watched like part of his episode last night and I'm like, this is fucking weird to watch back. Like, I don't want to watch this. Oh my so God. That's probably the last, like, That's what we're going to do in my YouTube video. We're just going to judge Connor on The Bachelorette. <laughs> that's literally all I need. It's perfect. <laughs> oh my God, he might be, I, oh, I don't want to offend him, but. It's just for fun. It's, it's so weird be to sensitive. look back. No, we yeah, can't. No, you're right. You're you right. Gotta, gotta have thick skin to be in this game. Oh, totally. Even, like as on TV or off TV, like you gotta just like make fun of yourself. It's fun to make fun of yourself. Agreed. No, I agree totally too. And you have to be like comfortable with yourself in order to be able to do that. Yeah, and that's when people will connect to you. But the TV shows you have to watch. Yeah. I mean, I watch every single Real Housewives: New Jersey, New York, Beverly Hills, Potomac, all eight Housewives franchises. Watch all eight of them. <laughs> Vanderpump <laughs> Rules. I love Siesta Key. It's a really good oh. show. I'll watch Jersey Shore, Family Vacation, everything Bachelor from Bachelor to Bachelorette to Bachelor in Paradise. Everything we like. The Circle. We like. Big Brother, we like um, Survivor. Um, we wa I like a lot of like Nightly Pop, Daily Pop on the E Network. A lot okay. of talk shows. 
just like anything that is reality TV, F Boy Island, Too Hot to Handle, that is what I watch. Okay. I, I love that. I don't watch anything that's not reality TV. Cool. And this is like so random, but are you involved in any types of like Facebook or interest groups too? I'm in a couple bachelor I mean, I feel like, like kind of like the start groups. of it a little bit. No, I'm not in any like groups like Okay. No, I don't no no no. Those okay. that's all they try and like get me in those yeah. and like they try and um like ask me to join like leagues and stuff and yeah. I'm just like no no no, no. I don't want to do that. Well like, that's what I was thinking because Michelle's season is coming up and I literally just saw an ad for like Michelle's uh bracket Type yeah, yeah. I've like, been asked to do. That. I've been asked by like a few different people to join different brackets, and I don't. It's if it's not paid, I'm. Just, I guess, is that bad to say? Like, <laughs> no. if it's not paid, like I don't need to do that. Like, I already have my community on TikTok yeah. because my community is people who like will comment on stuff that I like too. So I don't really feel like I need to be in one of those friend groups and stuff. Yeah. Like, it seems like a lot. Yeah, and your time is valuable too. Time you know? is so like, valuable. I deleted Clubhouse because it was too much too. Oh, Clubhouse is fun too. You were on Clubhouse. Um, I I have done a couple Clubhouses, not recently, um, but it's a really great way to like meet people, and I think it's interesting too because you can like pull people up from the audience, and you can just talk mm -hmm. to like anybody in the room. I like it for yeah. that aspect, but yeah. I think it was a lot bigger, kind of maybe during uh, quarantine, like COVID like the peak of it i think that it really mm -hmm. blew up during things then. are different now that COVID's over with content like not everyone's home all the time yeah for sure i think i mean people are starting to live their lives again and that's exactly what we are doing right now we're literally we're doing that wrap up this episode um but if you listen to my podcast then you would know i end and hopefully you prepared something for this if not think on the fly okay. but i ask all of my guests what is your one recommendation of something fun for my listeners to do during the week and it it could be Ooh. la based it could be anywhere based um but anything, it could cost money, could be free. Do you say that every episode too? You give yours? I don't give my, well, I do if it's like a solo episode. Okay, but not if it's, okay. I could get one this week though. Yeah, we if you have one, think of one. Okay, let me but, think of my um, head right now. I feel I like I knew it. that you did that too, okay. but I forgot. But I will, like the first thing that came to my mind was like a sunset picnic. Mm -hmm. I feel like picnics, people don't do them anymore. Like go to a park. If you don't live near the beach, like go to the park where there's grass and bring food, friends, wine, cards. You have to bring activities. So it's that. interesting. Bring like cards and games and just go spread out for like a few hours. I literally like, did work. that last night on mm -hmm. Monday night. Um, it was like six o'clock. We It was me, Mike, Connor, and our friend Juliana. We went to Marina wow. Del Rey Beach. Just, we had like one of those cute picnics set up. Cue the picnic. Yes, and I'm gonna give a little plug to my girl Tatiana. Um, dreamy picnics on Instagram. I tagged her in one of my pictures. So if you're in like the LA area, she's so sweet. Love to work with her. Um, definitely, I think that's a great idea. I feel like getting in touch with nature is always like just a good thing. Mm -hmm. So when you are outside enjoying like just the beauty of life, yes. put your phone down. Or so going off of what you just said, um, you could also host like a game night because that's free. Just have game people over. Game nights are so fun. Oh my gosh. So Quiplash, is it, do you know that game? No. Quiplash. I, I it. It's like a game through TV. It's kind of like um, Kahoot. It's oh, kind cool, of like cool. that. I've done Kahoot. I, in the quarantine, I used to do um, Bravo. Oh my God. Kahoot. There was like a community. Okay. Maybe I add in communities. Okay. There was a <laughs> Bravo like community where we would play Kahoot like every Tuesday. Okay. On like Zoom or something. I don't know. I love that. So there's so many different games you play. I mean, board games. I love Mexican Train. Okay. You ever played that? No. It's with dominoes. I'm teaching you something We're new right playing, now. We're playing. I love games. We can I'm have very an competitive. game night. We won't be friends after. <laughs> I am so competitive. I've yelled no, at my I'm grandma. Like, I literally will go for it. You might be right. We might not be friends after that. No, we won't um, be. There's so many <laughs> it's different... It's been nice like... to know you guys. The Fun <laughs> on Week Stakes fam. Yeah, so many different game idea activities. 
Or if you live somewhere a little warmer, go out and have a picnic like yes, Zachary said. karaoke. Love that. We've said karaoke a lot because that's one of my favorite things to do. Also, something I want to tell people, set your friends up on blind dates. Oh, that's fun. Set, like, literally, like, let's make a trade. You're single, I'm single. It takes effort to find a date. Let's both find each other blind dates and set yourself up. Okay. Because dating that. is so hard. The apps suck. They're so hard. It's hard to meet people with the quarantine. Yeah. If you just make an effort to set up your friends and they set up you, you're both getting something out of it. So yeah. please do that. And you know, I will say as well, I think it's a lot easier to meet a, to meet somebody through a mutual. Exactly. Because then you have like the trust that they know somebody that like actually has good qualities rather than just like a, a blind person from the internet that you're judging based exactly. off of five pictures and like a few prompts. You know what I mean? Taps are so I, hard. Yeah, for sure. So we have so many different ideas here for y'all to do this week. And we'll think of more. So follow <laughs> us on Instagram. <laughs> yes. So plug yourself. Everybody go follow Zachary. Yeah, everything, everything is Zachary Reality. I've made it so simple. So Zachary Reality on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. My podcast is also called Zachary Reality. I love that. And I'm now on Cameo as of last, as of last week. So feel free to request me on Cameo if you want the tea. Like some people have like specific bachelor questions. No and way. Or like on certain people. And I don't want to say too mean of things. Okay. So if they want to like on Cameo, that's where you will get the tea. Okay. Yeah. Because that's kind of like seclusive, you know? No, it is. It's Exclusive. like OnlyFans. I love that. So that's... I'm not on that. <laughs> hey, good. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm literally kidding. <laughs> well, you never know. You really never know. <laughs> hey, you gotta do something to make a living out here. No, you do. For sure. All right, well, everybody, thank you for tuning in for this fun little uh, tea-filled episode. And follow Zachary, as I said, to get more information on all of his reality TV shows and the drama and everything going on. And um, other than that, tag us if you do anything that we said to do for fun. Go on yeah, to tag us if you do the blind date. Because, like, it yeah. really, it, it will work. I would love that. Yes. I love when people tag me in things. It's, like, such okay, a big feeling. Okay, tag Jenna and then tag and, me. Let me know that you tagged Jenna. And, and, and Zachary as well. And yes. that is the end of our episode. We're going to sign off, drink the rest of this bottle of wine, and have a great week, everybody. We'll talk to you next Tuesday. Mm -hmm.